Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody, or wherever you're listening from. I don't know if it's evening where you are. Probably not. This is pretty crazy, but I did have uh, one person uh, because like the the app that I'm using, it kind of shows like where people are listening from. And there was one person listening from like a country across the fucking world. And that's dude, social media is crazy. It really is. You know, like I, I couldn't. I couldn't even believe it, man. There's, I saw like a little bit of like little speckles. It has like a map of the world and it showed like little speckles here and there in different countries and like over, I'm talking like past Europe. Like, I don't even know. I have to look at exactly what country it was, but I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, so this is, I just wanted to, uh, the last podcast that I did, the last episode was um, with Kathleen my friend Kathleen and we were talking about like the, you know, being lonely versus being alone. And, um, we talked about like a few things in that podcast and it was awesome. And I've had some pretty good reviews on it. A lot of people liked it. Um, but I just wanted to kind of like branch off on that. Um, so I write a blog and I, I'm not going to like upplay it and say that it's like this crazy thing. It's not. Um, but I'm also not going to downplay it cause I actually really like doing it. Um, it's a blog that I've literally wrote probably like how many, like one, two, three, four, five. I wrote like six little, like, um, six little entries and it's literally, it is nothing to do with like any topic, like one specific topic. It's just called the stark naked truth. And literally all I do is just write, uh, whatever I want. And I started it back in, um, I think it was September when I first moved to, not first, but when I was, um, when I moved to Colorado, like a couple months in, and it was kind of like a form of therapy for me because I would literally just, I would sit at a coffee shop and I, I don't know what it is. I used to hate writing. Let me tell you, like ENC 1101, 1102, I'm pretty positive. Yeah. ENC 1102, I failed. So I had probably like a B plus in the class and I failed because I didn't show up enough. My attendance wasn't, wasn't enough. And the only reason why I passed a let or ENC 1101 was because I had this really hot professor and he had, I remember him, he had one blue eye and one brown eye. He was like a Husky. It was crazy. I thought that he literally, that's the only reason why I ever, he kind of looked like Gerard Butler, but with those eyes. Oh my God. I was obsessed with him. I wish I could figure out who he is or where he is. Um, but he, that's the only reason why I passed the ENC 1101. I just hate, I used to hate writing, but I, now I just figured out it's because I hate writing because I didn't like what I was writing about. Um, so now I would sit at these coffee shops when I was, cause you know, like I don't, I wasn't really like doing much on my days off when my roommate would work and stuff. So I would just sit at this coffee shop for like three hours and just write. And I loved it. It was such a form of like, I was going through like the breakup and everything then. And I really like, it really helped me. It really did. I, I, I definitely recommend writing to anybody who needs to kind of like get your thoughts out there. And if you don't want to write in a journal, I understand. I, I did a journal and I have like a million entries. I don't know what it is. I'm telling you, I used to hate fucking writing. I used to hate it. And now I could just sit and write for hours about stuff like my feelings. <laughs> I'll just write about my feelings. Um, so I wanted to branch off from the other podcast because it was um, about, you know, being lonely, like having that feeling of loneliness and 
versus being alone and being happy and being content and being okay. So I wrote this uh, this blog entry and I called it the one about me forcing myself into being lonely. So I kind of just wanted to like go into depth about it because it's kind of going, it's going more in depth about what I was talking about in the other podcast. So I'm just kind of like, I was looking at it and I was just kind of like taking notes from my own thing. But when I wrote this, so I was like newly 28 years old and I, now I'm, I'm going to be 29 this year in September. Oh God, I don't even want to, I think 30 is like the new 20 though. I have to say I'm excited to be 30 and I have always said this in the past that even when I was like 19, I knew that 30 was going to be a good year. I feel like that's when you're like, you're settled and you have your career and you know who you really are. And you have like, you know, your funding and everything and you're not this 20 year old that's like broke off her ass and like pinching pennies to try and like buy a Subway sandwich. But now I'm like, I feel good. I feel like 30 is going to be great. I think 30 is the new 20. And also age is nothing but a number. Pretty Ricky. Because, you know, sexually it is. Okay. R. Kelly found that out the hard way. But was it, was it Pretty Ricky? Age ain't nothing but, yeah. I'm pretty sure, but it's it's not in a mindset wise. My dad is in his late fifties, and he still acts like a young kid, you know. Um, all right, so I was newly twenty eight when I wrote this, and right now, like I am for the first time in my life alone. Okay, I've been a serial monogamous since I was fifteen. I've always had a boyfriend and even when I was like quote unquote single, I never really was. There was always somebody there. Like there I was there was always a guy to like text or hang out with um when I was bored or if I was just sitting by myself and I couldn't take it anymore. I there was always somebody that I could like just just shoot a text to and like get that get that validation from. And that's what I said in the thing. I was like, I can't believe I'm saying it, but there was always somebody there to validate my existence and make me feel wanted. And that was, a lot of us have, have never truly been quote unquote alone. We've always had that. So with the dating app, social media, even alcohol, we're, o- or we're always able to find some guy or girl to talk to, swipe right on sex, post a story and see if they looked at it. All of those little actions that do indeed validate us. They definitely do. Um, it's like that little dopamine kick when you, when you send like a, a text to somebody and you see their name pop up. And it could be a person that literally doesn't doesn't do anything for you and is not um, like spiritually or emotionally or mentally stimulating. It's just like he's just there and you just you like his name popping up on your phone because he's hot or something Um, and all those little actions. So they did validate us and they give us that little dopamine release. They make us feel desired and worthy of love and affection. But usually it's just for a small amount of time. It's not for a long time. It's not some like long lasting effect because then will be like, we'll send this text or whatever, or we'll send this post or you'll see that they looked at your story and then like, you'll send a text back or you'll post another thing and then they won't look at it. And then you automatically like fucking clockwork drop. Like your feelings just like, you're like, why didn't he look at my stuff? Like, why didn't he like my picture? Why didn't he, well, like, what is he not doing? I know he's on his phone and it's crazy because we put so much 
on the val like our validation it comes stems so much from the outside source of like needing a person to want us and to to give us like to tell us that we look good or that we look pretty or that we're like that we're smarter you're so sexy or all that stuff it's not like it's not healthy it really isn't um so I put in the the post like lonely like the word lonely it's a shitty word with an even even shittier connotation so lonely is not a concrete physical thing quote unquote it's a feeling and the feeling is created from this neurochemistry concoction that the brain releases and teaches you to crave the sensation of having contact with a human that you deeply care for or that you think you deeply care for because let's let's be honest the majority of the time we usually don't really deeply care for the people that we're that we're longing for um and like when you take ecstasy or molly you know i'm not saying that i do (laughs) but everyone is your friend you know and when you take these drugs it does release oxytocin it does release those those dopamine and, and the serotonin like it just it creates all these happy it's like a fucking like it's, it's like a lab a lab class where it's just like this like mad scientist is like throwing all these like little chemicals in your brain it's fucking making this beautiful like that's why if you've taken molly or ecstasy i'm not saying that i have but i've heard um the music feels so fucking good and the the lights look so fucking good and it's like that all those senses just feel you get that warm feeling inside of you and that's kind of what we feel when we're when we're addicted to talking to somebody and we're addicted to having that that uh connection with somebody because think about it like when a guy like think if you're a girl or if you're a guy like if you if you really are into somebody and it's like it's like that puppy dog love like that that like honeymoon phase and when you see their name pop up on your phone you get that fucking like that energy inside of you where you're like oh like yes like i'm so happy that he texted me and you just you automatically get into a better mood automatically but then when they don't it it drops you and it puts you in this kind of like depressive state and you all know what i'm talking about because we all fucking go through it um so like that, when you take ecstasy or Molly, everyone's your friend, everybody. And that's the feeling that you get. So we, what we need to realize is that love is a drug or the feeling of love is a drug. It could not, you know, it, there's conditional love and there's unconditional love. And a lot of us are living from conditional love. So it's the, it's the love that like the person needs to, the need, needs to do certain things and check off certain boxes for you to love them. So he needs to like give you a certain amount of time and attention or he needs to like be doing something specific or he needs to buy you flowers or he needs to do like certain things, whatever your love language is. He needs to do those in order for you to love him or her. And if he doesn't or she doesn't, you there's there's conditions to it. And when we conditionally love somebody, that's like an addiction. So it's just like meth or nicotine or anything like that, like and when that drug is taken away, when you go through those heartbreaks and like what I did in my last relationship, I felt so connected to him, like emotionally and mentally and, and physically and everything that when that's taken away, you go into withdrawal and that gets fucking scary. It really does because that withdrawal is, it literally is like, I don't know, I've never, 
Yes, I have. I, I, I've taken Adderall to the point where like, if I don't take it, I feel like I am addicted to it. And like, I need to take it in order to feel good. And, but I'm talking about like people who have been addicted to like pills and, and meth and heroin and stuff. Like if, yeah, I don't know if anybody's listening, but you know, that feeling of withdrawal where you feel like you need to, you need that like fix. That's what it is with love. That's what it is with this person. And my, my therapist actually taught me that, which is crazy. He's like, you know, love is a drug and you know, all those cliche quotes talk about it, but it's true 100%. And when you don't have that person there to validate you anymore, you go into this, like your body fucking freaks out and your mind freaks out because that person that you're so used to is no longer there. And that's when you start to feel lonely. So And also, I mean, not for anything, but we are humans. And the one thing we were put on this earth to do is procreate and be with another being. So obviously we crave another person from time to time or all the time. And that's, you know, that's, I I could fight that thing and say like, I don't, there are people that don't need to be with anybody and they're, they're content with themselves and they're asexual and they just don't want to do anything. But for the most part, like we were evolution, you know, evolution did put us it's just like we're put on this earth to have sex and like procreate obviously that's why there's so many people in the world and that's why sex feels so good so I used to think like that repulsive emotion of missing and yearning for someone who does not want me anymore like the person just like he they they broke up with me or they they didn't want me anymore like that feeling of that gut-wrenching heartache and like really it's withdrawal, um, that makes you like not want to do anything but lie on a floor and starve yourself, which is what the single diet does. Um, that's why everybody loves the single diet because you get fucking shredded. Um, I used to think this feeling was a normal way of life. And I told myself all the time when I would go through, it wasn't really like, I didn't go through it a lot because this, it's just this past one where I was, I was like, it wasn't on my exact terms that it was ended. And I felt that like that feeling of, I swear, I literally laid on the floor for like hours. And this is me being vulnerable and telling you guys, cause it's fucking true, man. Like I laid on the floor for hours, just like contemplating what the fuck was I going to do? And like, this is, I can't lose this person because I was so addicted to that feeling of being with somebody. And I used to tell myself, I was like, you're just going to have to go through this a couple times, Jess. Like, this is what life is. You're going to go through the heartache and then you're going to have to deal with this sickening, this sickening feeling of like rejection and, and somebody not loving me anymore. And like, that's, that's the stupidest thing I could have ever said to myself. I said it in my thing. It's like, that. I've never spoken a more erroneous statement in my life because that's not true. And I believe I'm that person that believes that everything happens for a reason. And that breakup happened for a reason because I needed to learn to be alone. I needed to learn how to be content alone and not need somebody. Not even content. I needed to learn how to fucking enjoy my life without having somebody always there and always talking to. And it was hard at first, let me tell you. All right. Um, We go through these feelings and I truly believe that that sensation of being alone and sad or depressed is needed for the growth of who we are as a person. The teachings behind it and the feeling of loneliness and knowing what it's like to be alone in pure silence with yourself, like because another person has decided not to keep you for them, that is the most like exponentially mind expanding emotion that one could go through. 
Like, it's just like when somebody like loses their job and like they're, they're at their lowest of the low, obviously my life was going great. I had a job and I had a career so much to be grateful for, but I honestly felt like that was the lowest part of me because I lost something that I thought was going to be forever, but it was really because I, it was, it was my fault. I mean, I, I have to, I'll be a, a woman enough to say that a lot of it was my fault. You know, there's always like two sides to it, but a lot of it was me. Um, and we go through the, but it honestly, it was the hardest time of my life. And I've gone through some pretty hard shit. And that was the hardest time of my life, but also the best fucking thing that could ever happen to me because it forced me to be alone. So I was writing about being lonely because fortunately, like, Fortunately, not unfortunately, I I'm going I was going through the motions of it then and I am going through it now. And the catch was like I've forced myself into being alone. I had to force myself into like feeling that like that uncomfortableness of like not speaking to anybody and not having to get this validation from people. And you know, no I had no relationship, no person to lean on and you know, I say it with no hesitation, like that shit fucking sucked. It hurt. And it was so uncomfortable to literally sit there and force myself to not go on these dating apps. And like, even when I did go on the dating apps, I had no, I had no wanting to like, to really like connect with anybody because I like, I just, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to make my happiness have to come from somebody else. Like I wanted to teach myself so much and I feel I'm really happy and like I'm proud of myself for doing that because it was hard. What is he? Is this person? Sorry, I'm in my car again, of course. I'm always in my car when I'm doing these things. So, sorry, I keep snorting. I hate that my fucking nose is always so dry. I swear it's 830 in the morning. I'm not doing drugs. I promise. Um, so when I did that and I put my, I made myself, I forced myself into being lonely. I could have easily fell back into my old ways of like jumping into a relationship. I'm telling you, I have been in relationships since I was 15 years old. The most I have ever been single was maybe two or three months and I still was not single. So I'm telling you, this is like, I could have easily hopped into another fucking relationship easily. I, I could have easily found somebody that I could have like clung on to and fucking dug my, my claws into and like made them fall in love with me and like made myself think that I was falling in love with them. And it was, it could have been such a like surface level thing where I knew that I wasn't, I wasn't falling. I, it was conditional love. Again, I could have easily done that. And the issue was like, I always, I knew that I always needed my ex to make me happy and to make me feel like I was actually real and make me feel like I was being myself. And I, I really wasn't like looking back, I would use people to, to make me feel like this sense of worthiness. And I was so not present in my relationships because I didn't love myself enough to give myself fully to them. So I was always in my head and I was always overthinking. And I feel like a lot of us do that. A lot of us fucking just go through these relationships because we feel like we need somebody there to make us feel wanted. But in reality, the real thing that we need to be doing is being alone and learning that we could love ourselves without having another person there. Like fully, like full force, 100% love ourselves and be content being alone. 
And then that's when you're supposed to be with somebody. And I'm not saying that I'm a fucking dating therapist, but that's when I feel like that's the right time when you're supposed to be with somebody. When you are, when you're, you're not needing them, but you're just ready to have somebody sprinkle themselves onto your life and put the cherry on top of the fucking Sunday. That's already this beautiful life that you have. And a lot of people ask me like, why, like, why did you guys break up? Like you guys were so beautiful together. Like you guys, like you guys really looked like everything was great. And in reality it was like, I really, I, it was a great relationship. Like I, we got along so fucking well. But it was my own issues of like always needing, I would always ask him like, you know, like, do you love me? Or like, you know, is everything okay? Like, are you mad at me? Because I always, any, any little like smidge of a difference that he could have been having a bad day and I would take it and put all of that weight onto myself. Like, oh, it's because of me because I'm not good enough. And like, I used to like, I don't know. Like I used to like, I, I used to, I feel like I was fake. I wasn't myself. I was a shell of the person that I'm supposed to be. I really was. I wasn't as outspoken and I wasn't as like, I just wasn't myself. I wasn't myself. And that's when I really noticed like something is up, man. Like I would towards the end of the relationship, like I was just not okay. Like I, I literally told myself, I was like, there's something going on. Like I don't, I'm not happy and I'm, I should be happy. I'm in this relationship that's so beautiful and this person is so kind to me and literally gave me, never gave me a reason to think that he was doing anything. Never. And I always thought that I wasn't good enough for him. And like, I get like so upset about it because like, but like so upset, but like, I'm so happy that I realized it because like, I'm, it's like, it's like happy tears and sad tears because I'm like sad that it ended that way, but I'm so happy that I like, I fucking like, I I realized what happened and like, I'm so happy that now I can work on myself and like, I know that the next time that I get into a relationship, like I'm going to be able to give myself fully because I'm going to love myself so much that it's going to feel so good to like give myself this, you know, like, and that's what I feel like we need to like, I, we we as like humans are so addicted to like needing the validation from social media and from these people, like the, these guys that we just like, we, we latch onto and we, we need them to like, just send us a fucking like stupid text. Like they could literally not even be thinking about us the entire day. And I see it with my friends, man. Like I see it like this person could not be thinking about them the entire day and then they just text them or whatever and the that text is their whole day like it's my friends like whole day is like it it makes their day whether this guy texts them or not and this guy's not thinking of them this guy isn't thinking about her all day like he's he's fucking living his life but we put so much emphasis on this person that needs to text us it needs to like, we need the validation. And like, I needed that validation from my, my boyfriend of like, tell me that you love me. Tell me that you, that you like, you're, you still want to be in this with me. Tell me that you, that you're happy with me. When in reality, he fucking was, he never gave me a reason to not believe it, but I was so attached to him and I was so afraid of being lonely that I was just dealing with like whatever was going on. And I knew there was some fucked up shit in my head. Like I needed to fix myself. And I needed to work on myself and I needed to do inner work, but I was so terrified. I would have never ended the relationship. It's, it's like, it's sad thinking about it, but it's, this is what happened. 
you know, and people ask me, why did you guys end it? And I tell them like, it was a civil, it was a civil ending. Like this person was so open and emotionally like intelligent. And I feel like I was as well towards the end that I, we both knew what we needed to do. And I needed to change my ways of attachment and break that habit that I've had since I was 15 years old. Like I wanted to learn how to fall in love with myself first. And I wanted to learn how to be alone, but not be lonely. You know, Jess always needed to feel loved from an outer source, whether it be the constant chase for like the perfect body so people would compliment me or always trying to make my dad proud by, by you know, doing good in school and graduating and like always pushing forward to the next best thing in the field and like never having enough love from my partner and my boyfriend and my best friend when in reality, like he really did. And I was always searching for like outer validation because I didn't love who Jessica was. You know, we don't love and accept ourselves, so we look for it in other people and things. In in like the purses that you wear and the nails that you get done and the and the hair, the way your hair looks and like the cars that you drive and the clothes that you wear and like it's like you get the validation like you you don't need all these things, but you want them because you want people to think higher of you because it makes you feel more self-worthy. You know what I mean? So this is why I self my, I forced myself into being alone. And in the beginning, I fucking cried every day. Depression sat the fuck in. Like depression reared its fucking ugly head and it sat in with me every single day. And my drive from Florida to Colorado, I took it alone for a reason. I could have had a friend come with me, but I took it alone because I needed, like I was forcing myself to literally be alone. And I knew that I needed to do this and it was going to be uncomfortable, but I know I needed to just be with myself and not have somebody to always talk to. So I, you know, I sat at home alone some nights and I wondered if I made the biggest mistake of my life. I started seeing that therapist, which fucking moved mountains for me. Like I, I 100% still believe that therapy is like, it's so great. And if anybody has any questions about that, like I have an app that can help you speak to a therapist every day. And I still talk to him and he is, he's honestly like one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. Um, but I sat with all those feelings and I embraced the shit out of them. I embraced them until like with time I was able to sit and not cry anymore because I enjoyed being alone with myself, with no one to talk to. You know, I'm finally for the first time in my life learning to not be lonely while I'm alone. And you know, and I have to say, like, I'm not, I know I'm not alone because I have so many family and friends, but I'm just talking about, like, being alone and not needing somebody there all the time. And I decided, like, I, I decided to, like, date myself, you know, like, I, I started looking in the mirror and telling myself, like, hey, like, I love you and I, you're perfectly fine with being alone because I was never able to do that with myself. I was never able to, and I found out that I don't. I don't know what made me like even think about it, but I literally was not able to look in the fucking mirror and tell myself like, Jessica, I love you. I was never fucking able to do that. Isn't that crazy? Like I literally was never able to look at myself and say like, Jessica, like you're awesome. I feel like I was like a different person when I looked in the mirror. It was like a person like, hey, like I don't really know you, but we're just going to go throughout the day. Like you look good. Like, hey, you look good. You, you look good dressed in that. Let's go. Or, hey, you need to work out a little bit, like, so you could look better for all the other people out there. 
never like, hey, Jessica, like, I really love you and I respect the shit out of you and you're doing awesome. I never did that. It's fucking crazy. And this breakup was the beginning to my, and I hate being cliche again, but I'm just, you know, I'm going to stop saying that because I'm okay with being cliche. Um, This was my self-love journey. Like, this was my journey into finding out that, like, I can love myself and not need somebody there all the time. And it's still a battle, especially because of my serial monogamy ways. Um, I do love love and I love like connecting with somebody. And I feel like I like connecting with somebody on a deep level. Like I have my girlfriends, I could connect with them on a deep level. But And it's just like when I find like a, a dude that I'm able to like talk to about anything and just and like the sarcasm and like I have weird humor, man. Like I have like... I have weird, (laughs) like some people say that I'm really fucking weird and I'm awkward. I fucking love it. Like I love awkward situations and I love being weird. And like, I say the, the, like the weirdest shit when I can find somebody that can equal that. And it's usually a guy. I like attach onto that because I love, like, it's just like, it's a release. Like I love like being funny with people and I love them being able to like bring it back to me and like I've spoken to some of the hottest guys out here in Colorado like I I've met some really good looking people but I can't like connect with them spiritually or like emotionally or like in a humor way like I'll say something weird or like funny and I think I like make myself crack up and they just don't like they don't I'm like oh you're fucking boring so that was like that's kind of like helped me because usually I would attach to these people but now it's like Like, if I can't connect with you, like, I know what I'm worth and I know that I'm a fucking, like, I'm cool to hang out with, you know? And I say that in the most, like, genuine way. Like, I'm not saying it in a cocky way. I feel like I'm a cool person to hang out with. And, like, if you, if I don't feel like you're, you don't appreciate that, then I just, I I fucking, I move on without, with ease, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm learning to grow stronger alone every day. And I'm learning really who the fuck Jessica Stark is. And, you know, I could go on and on about this topic. um, Because it's such a long thing. And I feel like I always like want to help people. And I have spoken to a couple girls who have asked me like that are going through some breakups. And I spoke like in fucking for hours, like in length about the topic. Um, but I'm just saying like, all I could say is to any woman or man that's going through this artificial isolation when you're where you're, you feel like you're isolated where you're really not like you always have people around you, but you don't have that person anymore. So you feel alone, uh, like you're growing and it's going to be fucking okay. Like you need this. It's happening for a reason. Don't jump into your old ways of getting back with somebody or going backwards or moving forward onto a different person just because you need that validation from them. Like you need to get over your ex. Like distractions are a thing. Okay. I believe that. Like I, (laughs) I've spoken to other therapists and they're like, you know, the best distraction is to get under somebody. And like, that's what, you know, that's not the most, like it was, it was like, it was, it was not it was not in a therapeutic session that they were saying that it's just like distractions do help but you have to understand that you can't keep distracting yourself like you need to actually like like open up the curtains and be like hey like 
there's a reason why you feel so shitty when you don't talk to somebody and maybe you should look deeper into that. Like there's a reason why. So why don't you open up that curtain and pull out that problem and deal with it. Like face it head on and be alone for a little bit and understand that you need to learn how to love yourself first. So then when you fully love yourself and you know your fucking worth and you know how cool you are as a person and how hot you are and how like smart and how funny and how worthy you are of love, that's when you could bring somebody in because that person is going to see how great you see yourself as and that confidence and they're going to mirror that and they're going to be like that. They're going to be there, just like I said, to sprinkle on some sprinkles onto that Sunday or whatever you like, the pepperoni onto your pizza of your beautiful life. And they are there to to fucking just make your life better. They're not, they're there to supplement it, not to make it. Okay. They're there to, they're there to be this, like this little, like happiness that they could put on top of your super happy life. And you're super, you're super like strong, independent, like loving life. They're just there to like add some love to it. Okay. So, you know, I'm 28. And I just want to put it out there for any girl that is like, I'm getting old. Like I'm 28, I'm going to be 29. And I have like, I'm just now like coming to the realization that I'm okay with it. Like I have no plans ahead of me for marriage or a family or even dating. Like I have no, like I, I've met some really cool people that I would definitely want to date. And I'm just kind of like letting it go with the flow. You know, like it's just, it's time with me, myself and I, like I'm learning who I really am and what really is the source of this lonely emotion. And like now I'm able to separate it and this source can be different for everybody. But speaking for myself, I know that I have an issue with loving myself and receiving validation, like needing that validation, um, from my own mind. Like I need that and I need it. I need it for myself. And I have, I will tell you, like, don't be afraid to take that fucking plunge and be alone. Do not, you will, you will hate it at first. You have to understand, like, just like working out, you're going to fucking hate it. You think I like going to the gym? I dislike it. I like it because I love it. And it's a hate love relationship or love hate relationship. I hate it because it's fucking uncomfortable and I would rather be sitting on my couch, but I love it because I know that this is going to make me stronger tomorrow and it's going to make me feel better and it's going to make me, it's going to release those endorphins and it's going to make me feel like this strong person and this woman. And I, when I look in the mirror, I'll love who I am, but I also know that I'm healthy inside which is what the lonely, like being lonely, you're going to hate it at first, but you're going to know that like later on, and it's not, it could take months, but it could also take just a couple weeks. Like it did for me, it's taking months, but it's like, I feel so fucking good, man. So good. Like I, I feel sad about the past, but I feel so fucking hopeful for the future. And I'm, I appreciate everything that happened in my past. I don't regret anything because I know that this has made me into the person that I am. So all I'm saying is don't be afraid. Take the fucking plunge. You're going to hate it at first. You'll cry. You'll break down. You'll feel afraid of ending up like a lonely dog woman. 
Like I, I worry about that, that I'm never going to be able to like really love somebody so much, but, and I'm just going to be, cause you know what? I fucking love dogs more than humans, unfortunately, but, and I am, an, I'm just kidding. I'm a nurse and I love people. Uh, but you know, sit with those feelings and embrace them. Sit with the feeling of being alone and understand that it's just, it's a feeling. It's a fucking feeling. It's not you. It's your brain taking over and it's the, understand it's science. Okay. I love looking at science in a way to like, to understand what's going on. So you feel alone and you feel sad and like you need somebody always there because your brain is addicted to them. Be it's it's like you're not releasing those little that little dopamine kick every time you see them and you're not like you have to understand that it's all going to go away just like an addict can go to rehab and like and and go through withdrawal and stuff but then come out the other side and live a beautiful life and not need that drug anymore. You don't need this person. Granted, if you love the person and you're healthy and you love yourself, keep that fucking relationship because it's beautiful. It's beautiful when you could connect with somebody and you really feel so like in love with this person and they're like, you love your life so much that this person is just like making it better. But if you're not, and I think a lot of us do this, like if you're not fully happy with yourself and this is why divorces happen, I think all the time because we just want to live this life, like that fairy tale life of like, getting like getting married and then having kids in the house and like all this stuff. And like, you feel like you need that. You need that. Like you, like that's the way life is supposed to be and understand that. No, it's not like you don't need that. You need to figure out who the fuck you are and love yourself first. And then you could get somebody and then you bring somebody in to make you happy and to join and like join in with your happy life. And the hobbies that you, when you have these hobbies and you have your own separate life, when you can like, when you feel good, somebody else will come in and make you feel even better. And it's just, it's fucking, when you feel that and like you, you could sit with those feelings. It's fucking liberating, man. You know, it'll make you stronger. And after some time and maybe like a few self-help books, and if you guys have any questions, I have a fucking plethora, a charcuterie board of different books. Okay, we'll put it in basic terms. I have a fucking charcuterie board with every single type of cheese that you need. It's cheesy books. They're not even cheesy books. A lot of them are just fucking beautiful, mind-blowing books that, and I listen to them. I I don't really like read. I have a couple books that I read when I'm like able to sit down, but it's usually I'm listening to audio books and podcasts. If you need anything, I fucking got you, man. Like I have, I have so much to share. And you will learn what it's like to not feel lonely while you were alone. Okay? It's liberating, man. It's liberating. I feel like I have a cold or something. What is... I don't understand. It's so fucking dry here. Oh, I have nasal spray. I'm just going to put that in my saline spray. All right. So that is it. And I hope... I don't even know how long. This is a long one. 40 minutes. So I hope that you understand what I'm going through and what I'm saying and I really hope that this could just at least if this at least helps one person like just if you need help being alone like I got you like I can help you fucking push through it because I'm telling you you are talking to a human that was addicted to being with people people were my addiction 
it wasn't like people say I, I worked out a lot and I ate healthy and I had like, I, I was addicted to like, I don't even know, like I, people think that I was addicted to the gym or whatever. No, I was fucking addicted to humans and I was addicted to being in love with a man and feeling love and feeling validation and I needed to work out to make him love me and make me feel like he, like I was hot enough for him. That was the addiction. And now I can say that I take care of myself and I go to the gym. Like I didn't stop. Like I love taking care of myself because I know that like I feel good and I'm doing it for Jessica. That is my addiction now. My addiction is making myself feel good about myself and loving myself. Okay. And this is from a girl that was 28 years old. I was 27 when we broke up, but 28 years old, I thought I was going to be married with kids at this time. And I'm perfectly okay with not being. So I'm going to go to work now. Um, Yep. So I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you for listening. I'm really fucking excited for this podcast, man. Like I've been getting some pretty good reviews and it just makes me so happy. Like it, it's like, I, I've been meaning to do this for so long and I'm so excited to do it. And I, it gives me fucking meaning. I'm telling you, man, it's like, I I think I found my passion guys. So, um, have a great day and enjoy, what is it? Thursday. Enjoy Thursday. It's almost the weekend, but also you shouldn't be only looking forward to the weekend. You should be enjoying every fucking day because every day is fucking awesome. It's awesome to be alive. So don't only look forward to the weekend. Enjoy your Thursday, smile, and just be fucking happy that you're alive and love yourself. There's no reason because like I said, you could literally die tomorrow. So why don't you just enjoy fucking today? Um, Have a great day. I love you guys. Peace.